Fuck his father, really. Looking God, after him. Don't bring nothing with me. Devastated. Zero. He's lost for words, Mark. Told me to commentate on it. Lasted 0.5 seconds. Hello and welcome to World Snooker's now fortnightly podcast, Table Talk. I'm Kieran Ball and I will be joined by players and referees to simply learn more about them. On the first episode, we found out that Sean Murphy could have done Strictly Come Dancing and that Michael Holt could have been a professional wrestler. One of those isn't true. So if you haven't listened to it, you know what you've got to do. Plus, we'll also hear from when I caught up with Mark King and Matt Selt. So who are our guests for our second episode? We've only got Mark Selby and Barry Hawkins here at the UK Championship in York in, of course, Hazel Irvine's dressing room. So hello, chaps. Hey, dude. You are the only guest so far that have asked for and got biscuits. You've got, what have we got? What you got? Ginger nuts we got. Ginger well, you know, it's, it's the way you talk to people, I suppose, you know. Mm. If you demand, you get, really, didn't you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Worked, not yeah. a good cup of tea, you, to you be fair. You hit the nail so. on the head there. So. It's a bit worrying when you threaten to storm out if you didn't get biscuits. But Yeah, well, they're not the, the best ones we had, but... What were you hoping for? Pink wafers? Probably hobnobs or something, you know? They're the, they're the marines of the biscuits, aren't they? You, can, di- the... you can dip them. But... but with chocolate on or not? Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah. out of the fridge. Yeah, it got to be chocolate long. on, yeah. The hobnobs in the fridge? Yeah, chocolate hobnobs, straight out. you got to have them in the fridge. Yeah, unbelievable that is. Either all for me. Either all ketchup, in, anyway. ketchup in the fridge? Yeah, the wife uh, does that. Not with the odd knobs, no. No, not with <laughs> no the that'd no. be silly. No. no that'd be no. most odd. Yeah, my wife says that. I'm not too fussed about it, but yeah, she always puts all the sauces in the fridge. I don't think we put the sauce in the fridge, no. It's just nice and like hot chips, isn't it? I know what you're saying, like, but they yeah, start we, doing it, just, Yeah, I'll look into that. So are you, do you, for this tournament in York, are you staying here, both of you, or are you driving home, commuting? What are you doing? Well, this time I'm staying in an apartment, so I've just like booked as a, as a go. So I know that now, where's where I'll probably play the earliest I can play is Saturday. So I've booked until Sunday. If the draw comes out and I play Sunday, I'll change it until Monday. So after that, you just book individual days, see how you get on. But are there any players that like only book a couple of days because they're super mm. superstitious that they don't want to book the whole two weeks or whatever because you know they don't want to suggest that they're going to be here the whole time? Yeah, I mean, it's all right being confident, but I think most players do the same. Book a couple of days, then... Obviously, you know, if you win, you know you've got a few days and then you just book again, really. I mean, if, you, if you're lucky enough, you can do that. But uh, yeah, you don't want to waste money if you don't need to. Have you ever shared a room? Have you had to share a room with other players? Yeah, I, well, I, only, I used to share with Mark Davis, um, but mostly at the PTC events when they first started. Um, that was just over a weekend. So, you know, it was just made sense, really, just jumping in together, you know, over, just for a couple of days. I mean, that's as much as I could take of him, I think, over a weekend. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, I... Um, yeah, just Mark Davis, really, uh, over the weekend, and that, that's about it. But every every other tournament, every all, all the ranking ones, is on my own, really. Or is or you if could... you've got an apartment, I'll share. I'm sharing with Mark Davis in this one, actually, in yeah. an apartment, but I've got separate bedrooms, and I can get away from him if I, if I need to. Is he a good roommate? Oh, he is a good, yeah, he's a good roommate, yeah. He's actually quite Loves funny. Loves a moan, though. Loves a moan. He, he's actually quite funny, believe it or not. You wouldn't think so. Funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> who, does, who does, like, the cleaning? Who chooses, oh, who he chooses don't do... the telly? Oh, he just, yeah, he can keep control of tell if he wants, but he's a very lazy man. It's me doing a washing up and he, yeah, he don't really do nothing. So I feel sorry for his wife. Though. But if like this, if he was on this, would he be saying the same thing about you? Yeah, probably. He'd be slating me right off, I should imagine. Uh, <laughs> like, Mark, it's, all, it's all fun. Obviously, Mark, yesterday, uh, the man to your right got a 147. What do you think about it? What'd yeah, you fantastic. You know, I mean, to make a 147 in any tournament is great. I mean, to do it here... In the UK is obviously a bit more special with it being the second biggest tournament we're playing, ranking tournament. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's never easy to, to do it out there, you know, on the big occasion to stand up. I'm sure Barry's had plenty in practice, but to do it in matches, it's difficult, but every credit. How was it for you, Barry? Yeah, yeah, no, it was um, a bit unexpected, really. Um, but, you know, the ball split nicely. And then once I got to about 
I don't know, quite a few blacks in, but you know, the balls were there nice. I did, it did cross my mind. And um, yeah, I, I mean, if I'd have run out of position, if it was an opportunity where I probably had to play up for a bulk colour or a blue, I probably would have gone, gone for it. But um, the way my position was, I just, it was just easy enough just to keep playing on a black. And it Basically, was, it you're saying his cue ball's like really good. No, like it wasn't actually. I watched it back. Way. I thought it was better than what it was. And I, <laughs> I did actually have to make a couple of little recovery shots. But um, yeah, it weren't absolutely perfect, but it, was, it weren't a bad one. How many times have you watched it back? Ah, uh, once Four last night. count. Yeah, I think, well, it's <laughs> all them views that you see online. <laughs> no, <laughs> no um, yeah, I only watched it once. Yeah, so um, just, to, just to look at it back, you know, it's nice. And I've heard rumours that, Mark, you owe Barry money. All right, mate. Everyone keeps saying to me, you know, I mean, I've bought the last two dinners. You yeah, know, that's everyone, everyone can write it down, <laughs> yeah. jot it down. I, mean, I wasn't going to say nothing, but someone told me last night, he said, oh, he might buy dinner tonight now. And I went... <laughs> Cheeky kid, he owes me 180 quid still. <laughs> I do actually, but it's not through, obviously, I've just completely forgot about it and Barry's nice enough not to remind me about yeah. it, so we'll keep it like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, what, what is it for? What the, what's the money oh, for? Oh, I can't tell you, mate. No, <laughs> no it's... I'd uh, have to kill you if you told you. Yeah. No, it's uh, for an internal flight in China. Yeah. Yeah, I booked it, yeah. Not seen the money yet. So, you know. it's quite... Quite looking forward know, to that. I mean, I don't know where to start, you know. I mean, I could just keep writing it down and just keep mentioning it. It's like unbelievable. I'll have to start. Every time he stays at my house, I'll have to charge him rent you now. You charge know? me. So yeah. he stayed there about six months in the last two years. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable. Does he uh, take the, where does he put the hobnobs? In the fridge? Well, I even, I even have to buy them. You know what I mean? He don't even bring them with him. So I have to buy them as well. It's like, like, like his father, really, God, looking after him. don't bring nothing like, with me. Jesus. Incredible. Oh, well. And uh, Barry, we, we ask everyone um, for their, the worst jobs they've done because on the first episode, Michael Holt cleaned his dad's pub's toilets. Sean Murphy's never contributed to society. He's Gee. never had a job. Um, <laughs> what, what, uh, what jobs have you done? Uh, I've done labouring in between seasons when I first started uh, for a building firm. When I used to, well, I used to practice at places in West Norwood, South London, and um, all the builders used to go up there. So in between seasons, we used to get a bit of time off and I didn't have much money. So um, I do opportunity to get stuck in and try and earn a little bit of money it was actually good fun actually you know i've made some good friends and i'm still in touch with them now so um yeah hard graft jesus but um yeah it was good good at the time they must be like fiercely proud of you because of they seem yeah. sort of you know go on and do yeah what yeah doing. i don't see all of them there's a couple of them like one of them was best man at my wedding so um yeah he's always speak to him on the phone is um growing up with him really together so uh done a bit of laboring and Bit of office junior work here and there. What do you do for that? <laughs> what do you do in the office? Bring the hobnobs. Oh, bring up, make the teas. <laughs> oh, bit of filing. Oh, it's great. You know, you got to do what you got to do really to earn, earn a bit of money. What do you like? Do you learn a lot though from that? Because doing the doing the labouring stuff when it's raining, it's cold. I guess that gives you a drive to go and practice a lot harder on the snooker table, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't realise. You know, uh, we're quite sport, I suppose. And um, God, I mean, it's the cold weather. It's, it's hard work trying to trying to do labouring and um, I take my hat off to all the builders you know digging digging roads and stuff in the freezing cold I couldn't do it I hate the cold so um, yeah very lucky to be stuck in a snooker club nice and warm and, and Mark you, you went straight into pool straight into snooker yeah well I used to play both up until about 2006 2007 you know I turned professional when I was 16 stayed on the tour ever since and, and not really had a job I mean obviously other than playing being a professional snooker player like Barry said in the early part of my career we had probably six or seven tournaments we had three or four months off in between seasons but in between that time like I say because I was playing both as well I was playing in some pool tournaments trying to to win a few quid there and playing a few money matches on the pool circuit as well which was quite good at the time because pool was for, for money matches there was money matches all around the country people playing so obviously you wasn't going to win all of them but there's a chance to try and win some money if you did win and uh, what did you tell your school careers advisor that you wanted to do 
Well, it's funny because I left school. I didn't go to school <laughs> all of the last year. School? What's that? I didn't go to school all of the last year. I took no GCSEs and took no really? exams. No. My PE teacher at school used to play snooker every once a week. So he sort of put a word in for me that the last year of school, I get taught from home. Teachers were setting the work. I was doing it. And then they was coming to check up on me. So uh, we was doing that. So that, for about the first three months, they were setting the work. I was doing it. They was coming, checking, marking it all off, saying, that's good, setting me some more work. Then after a while, they stopped coming to, to check up. So I thought, well, I'm not going to chase them up. You know, I'll just yeah. carry on going to the club. So I carried on going to the club every day. My PE teacher, every Thursday, we used to go after school hours have a couple of hours snooker so it was down to him to put a word in for me and I wasn't guaranteed to make it as a professional you know but obviously it gave me a better chance so your CV you've you've got no no no, no qualification so it literally just be professional professional yeah. pole snooker player since that since yeah when, so when if I didn't make it as a professional snooker yeah. player, I'd probably still be signing on now yeah probably getting 80 quid a fortnight but then oh, does God. that not show then I mean what does that say of education I mean you can you know if you've got the drive do you not think that if you've got the drive then you can possibly yeah. but then you look at the education now I mean don't get me wrong I've got a daughter of my own now and the first thing I'd advise was to get your education yeah. you know but even if you uh get that education you can get GCSEs you've got people out there like a stars and still can't get a job sometimes so i mean i'm not saying it's a be all and end all but it definitely helps and gives you a gives you a starting life do you wish you'd like spent more time in school at all no no i don't because <laughs> i didn't enjoy it but uh i mean like i say but i definitely advise it to, to my daughter and any other children out there to get your education first because like i say there was no guarantee i was going to make it as mm. a snooker player and if i didn't who's to say obviously where i'd be now and did you enjoy school barry mm, not really no Pretty much the same as Mark. Most, I did. most sports people seem to not enjoy snooker. Yeah. No, I, all, it was just getting in the way of the snooker. snooker it, it was, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> from a certain age, I just knew that's what you wanted to do, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, there was a little blip when I, I did, I'd give up for a few months and then I obviously done a bit of office junior work and stuff like that and I thought, oh, this is quite hard. I'll go back to snooker. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, so I, yeah, I didn't really enjoy the, enjoy the score. Although I got in at four of the GCSEs, but I only turned up for four of them. English, math, science, and I think... English literature. So yeah, I got four GCSEs. Um, there we go. Ones, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They're the main ones. But yeah. All out, they weren't, they weren't all passes. Man. He was counting. <laughs> they weren't all yeah, passes. You actually got a one, three, two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, but like like Mark, I, you know, I want my boy to do well at school. You know, and um, just gives you more options, doesn't it? I suppose um, more opportunities. So um, definitely go to school. And uh, big Leicester fan. Yep. Did you ever dream of being a footballer? Not really. I mean, I would have liked to, but I was not very good at it. I played when I when I did go to school. And sometimes when school finished, you'd go on the park with your mates and have a kick about. But I wasn't very good. But uh, always followed Leicester since I was 12, 13. My dad was a big Leicester follower. Supported him ever since, you know. Obviously born and bred in Leicester. So it was always going to be the team I supported. What a time to be supporting them. I mean, it's extraordinary, Leicester, isn't it? Because you had the incredible league and then you had the tragedy. Yeah. And then you've got it again at now yeah potentially doing amazing I mean, I mean even being second is extraordinary isn't yeah it? yeah unbelievable i mean but i mean don't get me wrong the team we've got now i think is a better squad of players than when we won the league in my eyes but at the same time a lot of it is down to the owners you know what they've done since they've come on board i think it was 100 million pound in debt when they come in paid it off straight away funded all the money obviously brought the players we had mares Kante and them maguire and uh, what they've done for the city as well is fantastic. I mean, they're always just throwing money here, there and everywhere at hospitals and hospices and, and things like this. So, uh, yeah, fantastic people. Do you think you've got a chance of winning the league? Possibly not. I think Liverpool look too strong for me and they don't look like slipping up at any stage. But, I mean, it's amazing because for years, Leicester's always been a yo-yo club, just getting promoted and then getting relegated, promoted. Now you speak to the fans and they're talking the top six, Champions League. It's just incredible the, the turnaround, what the, the owners have done. Yeah. When you won the Worlds, 
Jamie Vardy was having a little party. Yeah. What drink would you have brought along to that party if you were invited? Oh, good question. What drink would I have brought? Probably a bottle of Grey Goose. If, I, if I'm out drinking, I drink vodka and lemonade. So yeah, I'd have been drinking that. But unfortunately for me, I was playing in the World Championships, wasn't invited to the party, so I didn't have that choice. Barry, who uh, who hosts the best parties among among the players? Oh, I ain't been to any players' parties. To be oh, fair, so. oh, hang on. <laughs> um, uh, I've had a few at my house, I think. So um, yeah, no, you've I've never been, been invited to one. This isn't good. No, well, not many. Not that much not opportunity. Players parties, no, no, not much opportunity to throw a few parties. Been to weddings, been to Mark Lott's wedding, wedding a few years yeah. ago. I didn't Barry, go to that one. Barry didn't but I can't go to that one. Went but, um, to Barry's fortieth party. Of yeah, that was good last year. That was good. Yeah, so I've all, not been to many. All back to my house afterwards. Yeah, it was right. Bit of a mess, really. But um, yeah, it was a good night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good. Um, all right. Well, time we're gonna have a quick break, and then when we return, we're gonna be seeing if Barry Hawkins can beat me on my childhood snooker table using a coat hanger in Hazel Irvine's dressing room. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Mark King, and you're listening to World Snooker's Table Talk Podcast. Uh, we are back and ready to play a short game of pool now on the childhood snooker table of mine. Barry, uh, are you happy about the size of the table? You feeling confident? Yeah, yeah, looks good. And behind you, we've got a selection of coat hangers. What are you going to go for? Oh, go on with a. The, there's the a biggest, big thick purple yeah, one. Yeah, the biggest tip. That has been used before. Um, so that's, right. what, what What would that, that's like a suit one, isn't it? That's, yeah, got, that's a heavy G3 on it, is it? Tip yeah, that's a heavy, <laughs> that's a, a heavy one. I like uh, that coat hanger. Yeah. See what he's right. done there, Kieran? He's got the coat hanger. Look, he knows he's going to beat you. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Next. That's quite good. Uh, yeah. If you get, if you get. Uh, <laughs> Next. Is that good? Yeah. Can't wait to chalk it. Oh, you got to chalk it. Have I? Oh, I chalk it, yeah. Come on, Baz. Focus. Just straight onto the money list, sisters. Right. Uh, Mark, yep. you're commentator, you're referee, so whenever you're ready, you can announce who's breaking. Yeah, we'll spin a coin, shall we? That's how it works, isn't it, in our game? Heads it is. It's up to you, Barry. Kieran to break. Let's have a lovely game. No fighting. Ooh, quite an aggressive break there from Kieran. What's he potted? Two reds and one yellow. Yellows you're going for, then. Let's have a look. This could be a push shot. Oh, he's played it well. He's played it well. He's got a frame-winning chance here, Cameron. Frame-winning chance. Well, yes. I think you've just gone favourite, mate. Reds are in an awkward position for, for the Hawk. Oh, that's very oh, oh, and the Braxton! I didn't even have to play a Congratulations, shot. Congratulations, Barry Hawkins. Game over. Kieran, talk us through it, mate. You're on your own table. Barry's oh, not even had one shot, and he wins the game. That's the sort of frame I like playing. How do you feel? Perfect. <sighs> Never mind. Oh, well, let's go, Mark. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, right. Um, do you want to ask the questions, Barry? I'm just... Your head's gone, on it? It's, it's completely gone. fallen completely off. Completely melted. I looked at the big break. This is what you got... Yeah. Deal completely with, you know? melted you've seen it's the headlines it's how you bounce that's back Kieran that's how it, Kieran's that's, seen the headlines give me some like um, yeah what would you do if this was you how would you bounce back oh cool. uh, I, I, I don't think I could I wouldn't then. play again no I, I wouldn't play again no bouncing back from that one unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst sports psychologist ever yeah well look it's, how you're uh, feeling you don't want to go through that again <laughs> no no I don't no I know I'm traumatised I'm sorry that you had to see that as well absolutely I'm not traumatised I'm glad I saw the black go in you told me to commentate on it. It lasted 0.5 seconds. 
but there we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, this uh, this part now is is called quick fire. So what we're going to do is we're going to fire some quick questions at you. Uh, but first of all, we want to hear from you on Twitter using the hashtag Snooker Table Talk. Tell us about the strangest place you have seen a snooker player. This is because in the first episode, Sean Murphy told us uh, that he's often mistaken for a hotel employee when he's wearing his suit and bow tie before a game, particularly when going down in a lift. So Mark Selby, where is the strangest place you've been recognised? Strangest place oh. I've been recognised. Probably Mecca Bingo. What yeah, were you doing I, there? Playing bingo. Yeah, oh, just went, went with the missus before we had Sophia. Obviously trying to win a few quid. Obviously I didn't. I got noticed in there by one of my school friends. Mm. A bit embarrassing, like, because I never really went to school, as we said earlier on, but uh, there it was. Mecca Bingo. Did you win anything at the bingo? No. No, I didn't, no. I enjoyed it. Good, don't it? I don't, I don't mind, don't yeah, mind it the old bingo. Yeah. Do, you go, yeah. do you go, Barry? I, I don't go now. First no, number. I used to go years ago. I was down dad. your first number. I'd love to be a caller. I just wind yeah. everyone up. No, it was good. I enjoyed it, actually. On its own, 36. Yeah, I won a full last one. I'd love About it. 350 quid it was, I think. Right, should we do some quick fire questions and then get out Let's of here it. and then I can, do it. I can go and sit in a corner. <laughs> um, right, so I'm going to come to you first, Barry. Can I call you Baz? Yeah. Okay. Can I call you Maz? Yeah. Okay. Call me what you like. Maz. <laughs> Within reason. I'm going to come to you second. I'm going to go to Baz first and Maz. Right. So Baz, whose safety game would you take? This man's next to me. Turn it in. Yeah. Baz. Go on in, Maz. Mazza and Baz and we're going now. Right. Mazza, whose safety right. game would you take? John Higgins. Whose potting game would you take, Barry? God, there's quite a few at the moment. Uh, Trump's. Whose potting game would you Neil take? Neil Robertson. If you could play another sport professionally, what would it be? Tennis. Football for me. What would you get? Mark for Christmas, nothing. <laughs> no, oh, I don't know. What do I get you for Christmas? I don't know. What do you want? I'm, I ain't wrote my list yet to Santa, so I don't know. Uh, but, uh, bottle of Corona. Bottle of Corona. He likes Grey Goose, doesn't he? Yeah. Grey yeah. Goose, yeah. But he never buys anything, does he? You know, <laughs> last two days I had to buy the dinner, like uh, pair of slippers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like slippers, yeah. yeah. He's always lounging about, mm. doing nothing. Barry, if you could play in the Leicester football team, who would you replace? If you don't know the players, just say the position. No, I'll just say, uh, only no one, I think. Vardy, I don't really follow football. Yeah, Vardy. So you'd replace striker. him? Yep. Who would you there replace? You well, I think you'd probably want to be striker because you get mm. the recognition, but I'd probably go James Madison. Yeah, okay. Just spraying the ball all over the field, yeah. And then, <laughs> Barry, uh, so on, we're man. both from Dartford. Oh, sorry, you're not from Dartford. You've lived, lived in Dartford, Dartford so apologies. Oh, yeah. Because you've, you've lived in Dartford before and that's where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, what is your favourite thing about Dartford? Oh, the road out of there. Yeah. yeah. You know what? But that, is the, <laughs> but that is the most famous thing. The most famous thing about Dartford is the bridge out of it. Is it? Is well, the it bridge is, into really? it and the tunnel out of it. Yeah. Oh. If you say to someone name something about Dartford, it'd be the tunnel. Dartford yeah, tunnel. Yeah, Dartford crossing, yeah. £2.50. It should or be £2. free now. No, oh dear. It, don't start, don't no, start goodness people me. off with that one. See, Jesus. Mark won't know about this, but oh God. Oh, they said free. it was going to be Once free. Paid it, paid yeah. for itself. Yeah, well, it's not free, is it? It was about 20 years ago. Free quiz. 1991, that was. Aaron Breathe Nightclub. I did a couple of times when I lived there. Wow. Who's the best uh, dancer? It was, it was good though. Who's the best dancer in my I don't have silly questions, Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, very good. That's a very good oh, question. We silly questions. We'll stop it now, the podcast. I stopped oh. half an hour ago and I lost. It's not even recording. After a few bottles, we all think. Yeah, I mean, like when we both sober, we just stand there and just like move the shoulders and that. And, mm. and then when the drink kicks in, that's it. You ought to see us. Like mm. Michael Jackson, John Travolta on the dance floor. Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. The dance floor just moves out of the way. Yeah. And me and Baz just come in. Uh, right, you're hosting a dinner party at Barry Hawkins. You can invite one snooker player, mm. someone from another sport, a musician, and an animal. Wow. wow. Good one. That's a good one. Um, oh, there's quite a few snooker players I'd invite. Uh, no, you can only have one. Only one. 
And by oh. the way, everyone's just always said the person's oh, got her, at this point. It's been ruined, not really. No, I didn't buy him. Definitely. Him. 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 Yeah. Mark. Um, musician, eh? I don't know. I can't think. There's too many off the top of my head. It is called Quick Fire. I know. Well, I yeah. can't. You know me. That's the way I am. I'm just one pace. I don't know who I invite. Who would I invite, Mark? What are you asking me for? I don't know what music you're into. Oh, all sorts. Kelly LaRock from Garage Scene. <laughs> Kelly LaRock. Okay. And animal? Dogs. I've got two dogs anyway. Dog. Dog. And another sport. Someone from another sport. Federer. Okay. Mark Selby. I would go Baz, obviously. We sat next to him. Bon Jovi. Yes. Oh. Federer, because it's like yeah. a sporting well, No, this is on the same night, so you can't. Oh, is it? Oh, no, we no, no, it is because you're Tiger both, Woods then. No, because you're both going to each other's parties, so it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Federer, and then the other one was, what was the other An one? Animal. Animal. Giraffe. What's your favourite Bon Jovi song? Favourite Bon Jovi would be Bed of Roses. Uh, right, finally, uh, we'd like to tell, we'd like you to tell the people to rate and review the podcast, all right? Who would like to say it? Go on, Buzz. Over to you. Over and out. In like a really sexy on, voice. I can't do sexy. That's not. No. Go on, Buzz. Please rate the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Uh, there you go. And Mark, can you do a better one than that, please? What have we got to say? Rate and review the podcast. And tell the friends. And tell your friends <laughs> of me listening to me, Barry Hawkins, and Kieran, and you won't stop laughing. Mark Selby, Barry Hawkins, thank you very much. Cheers. No problem. Thank you. <laughs>So that was Mark and Barry. As I said, we also had a little chat with Mark King and Matt Selk. Did you know the Romford King auditioned to be the king of the jungle? But like, if you could take the, the and I'm going to put this in the comments whether you like it or not, like celebrity, if you could take the fame out of the game, would you just want to play snooker or do you are you happy that the fame element is involved? Well, I don't, yeah. There ain't no fame. I think it's different for snooker players because we're not like, you know, the Towies and all them sort of people that are just ain't really got any, you know, class really. It's just a, a show about nothing, isn't it? You know what I mean? And they're getting paid. Yeah, they've got fads, no skills. They're just thousands and thousands of pounds just to basically just be normal on a show. But do you look at like footballers? I want to. I want to go on. I'm a celebrity. That's what I want to go on. Yeah, I want to. I did a car. I did a casting for it. Go on, tell us about that. It mate, I did a casting for it. I went up to London, um, and I don't know. I was casting. Um, and then she said, I'll be in touch. And she, I got in touch with her about three months later. And she said, um, not this year. She said, there's someone that's going on there that's very similar to you. And I think there might be Ian Wright who's going on there. Okay. Um, yeah, there about so, you. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, no problem. But I would really like to do something like that. I'd really like to just get out of my comfort zone. And yeah, but, you know, imagine just being somewhere where, like, I really like my food. And imagine, you know, you, rice and beans. I think I'll just lose the plot. You know what I mean? But I, f- I would really like to. Because obviously Jimmy's been on it. Steve Davis has been on it. Uh, I think Hendry's been asked, he? But he ain't. I don't think he's. he's yeah, I don't think he'll do it because he likes a lot of gel to have his hair slicked back. Oh. And they about the rocket? Either. I'm surprised the rocket ain't gone on it. Uh, I'm not too sure. He wants to go Big Brother, doesn't he? He's a big oh, does he? Fan, yeah. he oh, okay. Big Brother ass. Yeah. but that's like another window and another door opening if you go and pl- things yeah like I mean that. if you're someone like if you it's it's like no disrespect or anything but that's the perks of being like the top top player I mean if Ronnie said I want to go on I'm a celebrity it'd be straight in yeah. no questions yeah, asked yeah, straight yeah. in Yeah, and that's the difference is that your it? idea of hell that guy for Matt for you going on I'm a celebrity no 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 I, I wouldn't rule it out it's not something that I'd queue up to do there's other things I'd rather do but uh, like what give me some options I'll tell you some answers I can't really catch right phrase now. really good at that 
No, I'm the square. I'm diabolical at countdown, but I'd like to go on there. Best man at my wedding, his mate, he went on uh, countdown. And uh, this is genuine. Genuine. So he comes around, he goes, what have you got? He goes, I've got a seven. So uh, he goes, what's your seven? He goes, cement. He goes, I'm sorry, Paul. That's a six.